Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra... Yours truly, John Conti, and starring John Lund. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for Savings Bonds, presented as a contribution of this station in the public interest. May it serve to remind you that Savings Bonds now pay 3% interest compounded semi-annually when held to maturity. Invest regularly in savings bonds through payroll savings where you work. In a moment, we'll introduce John Lund, but right now, let's listen to Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra with Harry's own arrangement of Jerome Kern's I Won't Dance.
Thank you, Harry. And now our guest, John Lennon. He appears in an original guest star sketch entitled Somebody Always Wins by D.H. Johnson. We take you now to Hollywood and John Lund. There's a saying, when somebody loses, somebody always wins. But here's a story that may keep you guessing as to the winner. We present John Lund in the D.H. Johnson drama, Somebody Always Wins. troop ship just getting in from Korea with 3,000 of us G.I.s aboard. And on the Seattle dock, a brass band and a mob of cheering people. But even though Seattle was my hometown, nobody was there to meet me. Janie had divorced me while I was in Korea. And the years stretched bleak and lonely as the gray, rainy sky. And nobody, nobody cared. I got off the ship as fast as I could. I pushed my way through the crowd to the dock office. Hey, is there a phone in here? Yeah, soldier, right over there. Gonna call your girl, huh? Girl. I was calling an auctioneer. The one the lawyer had picked to sell the furniture that had belonged to Janie and me. Why? Well, because it was a chance to get something I could hang on to through the bleak, lonely years ahead. Samuels Auction Center, Ezra Samuels speaking. Mr. Samuels, my name is Mike Walker. I received a letter from a lawyer saying that you're auctioning off some furniture today, some things that used to belong to my wife and me. Mike Walker? Say, now I knew I recognized that name when the lawyer turned that lot over to me. Spotted some of the pieces, too. Ain't you the young fellow that used to come in here with a cute little blonde that always looked like she just stepped out of a Christmas package? Yeah, that's right. She bought quite a few things at your auctions before I was called back into the service. What I wanted to ask you... I'm sure sorry to find that you and her busted up. Always like that little lady. Uh, how long have you been back from Korea? Just got off the ship. But look, Mr. Samuels, what I wanted to ask you, is there a small blue vase among that stuff of ours? Vase? Little one about six inches high? Kind of a bud vase-like? Oh, yes, uh, I can see it from the phone here. Uh, what about it, son? Do me a favor. Look and see if there's any paper inside it. Paper, you say? Well, I suppose it does sound kind of screwy. But you see, Mr. Samuels, that vase used to stand on my wife's dressing table. Sometimes, when she was going to be out when I came home from work, she'd tuck a note into the neck of the vase so I'd be sure to see it. I've been thinking that some of those notes might have slipped down inside. And, well, I, I wouldn't want anybody else to read them. <laughs> Love notes, huh? Never mind what they were. Just see if there's anything in the vase. Uh, sure, son, sure. Just hold the phone. Yeah, I suppose it did sound screwy to old Samuels, all right. But those notes Janie used to leave for me, love every other word and a silly row of X's for kisses at the end, well, if there were any in the vase, I had to have them. Uh, <clears throat> hello, son. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting on the line. There is something in the vase, all right. Notes? Well, I can't rightly say. A little rolled-up piece of paper of some kind. Neck's so small, I can't shake it out, and I can't reach down inside to get it. Look, Mr. Samuels, I've got to have that vase. Okay, son. Just come to the auction and bid it in. Sale starts at 11 o'clock. But I'm not sure I can make it by then. Look, can you put it aside for me? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm selling this stuff in consignment for the lawyer, and if I have to hold something out... I'll pay you a good price. Good price, huh? Well, now, in that case, maybe I could hold it until you get here. Sure, Samuels would do anything for a price. I got a pass, I got a cab... And after I got to Samuel's auction room, I got a surprise. 
old saying, when somebody loses, somebody always wins. Then it's happening again today. A young man goes to Korea, his wife divorces him, they lose, but you win. Yes, friend, you win the chance to bid on their furniture. Yeah, I got a real surprise. Samuels had started the auction, and there up on the platform with everything else was the little blue vase. He'd crossed me up. He hadn't held it out for me. Pardon me, are you Mr. Walker? Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm Mr. Samuel's secretary. He asked me to tell you he's sorry about the vase, but the lawyer's here and he had to put it up on the platform. You mean he's going to auction it off? Now that you're here, yes. But don't worry, I'm sure you can bid it in for almost nothing. Well, look, he's picking up the vase now. Now, friends, the first item in this here sale, we're going to start off with this here pretty little blue vase. How much am I bid? Do I hear a dollar? I'll bid a dollar. Soldier back there at the back of the room says one dollar. Going for a dollar, going once, going twice. I'll bid two dollars. Yeah. Some woman down in the front row, a shill. Samuels was going to make some dough. All right, what could I do? I said, five dollars. I have five dollars. I'll bid ten. Ten is bid. Ten bucks for a two-bit vase. I pushed toward the front where the woman was and made another bid. Eleven dollars. Told you just bid eleven. And I'll bid... Mike. Janie, what are you doing here? We're bidding on the vase, naturally. I got 11, going for 11, going once, going twice. Gone to the soldier for $11. Here, here's your money, you double-crossing old skinflint. Come on, Janie, let's get out of this place. Yes, friends, when somebody loses, somebody always wins. All right, what am I offering this here solid maple dining room suite? Do I hit 25? Do I hit... All right, now. How come you were bidding on this vase? Mr. Samuels phoned me about an hour ago, and he said there was a note of some kind inside it, and he thought that I... Oh, that was his scheme. He figured we wouldn't recognize each other's voices, and he'd make us bid it up to some real dough. But wait a minute. What's inside is a note from you. Why would you be bidding on it? But, Mike, you used to leave notes in that vase, too. I thought it was a note from you. You mean you cared that much, even after you've divorced me? Oh, Mike, how could I help divorcing you when you wrote that you were spending all your time with army nurses? Oh, good grief, Janie. I was in a hospital. Oh, Mike, wounded? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to scare you. So I wrote that stuff about the nurses as a gag. Oh, Mike. Mike, what a fool I was. Me too, honey. Come here. Right into my arms. Mike, watch out the base. Oh. Oh, fine. A thousand pieces. <laughs> well, at least we can find out which one of us the note is from. Just let me fish it out of this broken pottery. What? Well, it's on Mr. Samuel's stationery. Yeah. Listen to this. Dear kids, there wasn't any note in the vase, but it gave me an idea of how to get you together for a talk. I hope it works. You're both nice people. Signed, Ezra Samuels. We thought he was double-crossing us. Hey, Janie, let's go back inside. What for, Mike? What for? Honey, we're going to buy our furniture back. That was a fine performance, John Lund. Thank you, Rod. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, is there time for me to say just a word to our audience? All the time in the world, and I know they're looking forward to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to echo the sentiments of the many other performers who have stood before the guest star microphone 
and told you why they thought it was important for all of us to invest in United States savings bonds. I'm sure you know, as I do, that buying bonds is one of the world's easiest ways of saving and certainly one of the safest. When you invest regularly in savings bonds, it doesn't take long to store up a nest egg for emergencies and to help make your future dreams come true. That's why I'm so enthusiastic about the automatic payroll savings plan, where you work, and the bond-a-month plan, where you bank. Either way, you save before you spend. And, either way, you invest in your own future security. Right you are, John. And remember, friends, that today, savings bonds are even better, with higher interest and improved terms throughout. Oh, believe me, Rod, I know. There's no finer investment in the world. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, John Lund, and thanks for being our guest. Back in New York, Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra wind up the program with a sparkling Sosnick treatment of Our Sweet Mystery of Life. listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for United States Savings Bonds, which today featured John Lund. The time for this program is donated by this station every week in the public interest. And the Treasury Department thanks your station and Mr. Lund for their contribution to the Savings Bond Program. The supporting players were Barbara Eiler, Will Wright, and Alice Backus, and the play was directed by Louis Graff. Next week, we'll have another famous guest and more good music by Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll be on hand. Meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long and reminding you that savings bonds are a better investment than ever. Save the sure way with savings bonds through payroll savings where you work. <laughs>